teeth. Try to pass out new whips, yeah, but all this one is me. Got a Glock on the pillow, she blunt for my game. Not trying to lie to you, I don't wanna explain. Took off on a store run and jumped on a plane. Every single birthday, another private location. Valentine's Day, the worst day, got too many to please. Spent over 100 G's and she still wasn't pleased. I gave her 100 G's, all she want is me. Yo, 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 yo. Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. I promise, I promise, I don't feel that way. But I guess that's how rich niggas feel. See me, I'm not rich, I'm broke, and I got one. So I don't know what it feels like to have too many to please. Honestly, my man Future, he's down bad, but we know how he be giving it up. Anyway, welcome to the three-day weekend podcast. Let's go, y'all. I'm going to give y'all a little bit more music, though. Because you know how I go, man. You know how we started off. Come on, man. Come on. Let's go. That new Fabio Ford, Kanye West, and Alicia Keys, baby. Let's go. Nigga, this is my shit. Welcome to the city of gods. Pop was the king of New York. Now I'm the nigga in charge. Only the drills, the city is sauce. Found out the ops when you pick them apart. I don't know what time I'm on. This is the energy. This is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm coming. This is how I'm going. Oh, yeah. Come on. We'll get into that later, though. That We'll get into that later. Hold on. Let me fix my mouth. We'll get into that later. But what's up, y'all? It's the Three Day Weekend Podcast, episode 28, I believe. Maybe even 29. I'm not sure. Season 2, episode 8, though. I know that much. But here we are, yo. We are back in business. Back looking good, beautiful. I'm at a new location, but really in the same location. Just in my living room instead. This girl, she is just recording me. Send it to somebody, I don't know. But either way, we like to keep a transparent podcast. So maybe some of y'all will see that somewhere. Anyway, I'm the man. I'm the man. But I got a good show for y'all today, man. We're going to get into a lot of stuff. Uh, I like the kind of the format that I did last week. We were started with um, a little bit of um, news and shit like that. Then I went to Reddit and the music and all that. I didn't really even just explain the format at all just now. So I am sorry about that. But... Let's get into this shit, man. There was a lot of shit going on out there. A real messy week. It's been a crazy Black History Month. Like, if come on, man. Black History Month, usually it's full of joy. Black history, black excellence, which it has been. Trust me, it has been. But, man, we are off to a kind of a wild start. Okay, they're not making it easy out there, man. Them brothers, man, they wilding out there. My man Nelly, my man DaBaby. Uh, it, it, it's, it's going crazy out there, man, but here, here's what's going on. So, wait, actually, before I get into the drama, let me actually start this positive with my Black History Spotlight. Y'all know how I like to give that up. Hold on, I didn't even do the drops. Hold on. Tune in and lock We in. do not care. Let me get this out of the way. First, I am not supposed to be here today. Okay, there we go. There we go. There we go. But let me do my Black History Spotlight, y'all. I want to shout out to Mr. Lonnie Johnson. He was... Um, He's an aerospace engineer, so he's real smart, real genius type guy. He worked at NASA for like 12 years. Crazy. But what he is mainly known for, besides all that amazing stuff, he created the Super Soaker and the Nerf Gun in 1989. Okay, give, yo, come on. Come on. Give it up to Lonnie. 
Big Lonnie Johnson, man. That is my Black History Spotlight today. If you didn't know, now you know, nigga. Okay, that's not very fitting for the whole Black History Month, Black Empowerment thing. But hey, I got you. I got you. I got you. Now to the mess. Down to the mess. So Nelly, um, this is not a sex podcast. Like I always tell you guys that. But my man Nelly was out in these streets. Uh, He leaked. Well, he might have been hacked. I don't know. Dudes be leaking shit on their close friends saying they got hacked. But how do you leak on your close friends? I don't know. That's a very specific type of leak. But maybe he was hacked and uh, he had no control over his Instagram. Maybe. So what happened? We, uh, we, we see a young woman giving that sloppy, toppy, dome Rocky to my man Nelly. Dang, that shit was crazy. I mean, it was quick. Okay. It was, it was quick. I didn't see much. I wasn't going to. You know, sit and watch the video, grab the Jergens. I wasn't going to get ready. I wasn't going to prepare. Trust me, okay? My man Nelly, country grandma, classic. But I ain't want to see this, okay? And I'm sick of dudes talking about shit was leaked. You posted that shit and it got out to the wrong person. But anyway, shout out to my man Nelly. We do not care. <laughs> but next, we had the baby and Danny Lay's brother, Brandon Bills, I believe his name is. He, um, Brandon Bills and Danny Lay. Danny Lay is the baby's baby mother. <laughs> the baby mother. Ah, boo. That was terrible. I got to get myself a, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And Brandon Bills is her brother. Uh, so some would say maybe this is the the baby's brother-in-law. So the brother-in-law? Who, who, so... I guess, uh, you know, the brother did say that there was going to be some fighting. He said, uh, it's on site. When I see that nigga, we fighting. And no better place for it to happen than L.A. Super Bowl weekend, let me tell you. So everybody's out there, every celebrity, anybody that wants to be a celebrity, anybody that's a stripper, anybody that likes football, they're just there. L.A. is the place to be this weekend. And... If there's beef, you know what's going to go down. You know they're going to meet up. But this happened at a bowling alley. So I guess they met up at a bolero or something like that and Lucky Strike or something. It was an event. I seen the Grooving Gorilla was there. If you don't know who that is, look him up. Sorry to even ruin your day by even mentioning that. But they're at Bolero. A lot of fun. Games, family, pizza, food, drinks. Man, you could have a blast in there. And they are there. Uh, I guess they uh, knew they were going to fight. They were on, it was on site. Now you see, there was a bunch of videos. There were so many angles, but you do see a specific angle where the baby is standing here. Brandon Bills is there and the baby just swings on him. We know the baby is about that action. Okay. He's about that action. And he swings on my man, Brandon Bills, who then slips backwards, gets hit in the face, then kind of slides down the, the, the bowling alley. Uh, down the alley, uh, um, and is then jumped in by the baby security guards and all his people, which, you know, that's bound to happen. That's expected to happen because the baby's a celebrity. So he's really not going to fight himself. He really shouldn't fight himself, but unfortunately he does still fight himself. And he, uh, you know, we see him kick allegedly. We see him kick, punch, swing, all while everybody is slipping and sliding. Yo, slipping and sliding. You know how a bowling alley, it is so slippery. Like, even in bowling shoes, it's very slippery. So if you got some real regular shoes on, now you super duper slippery. And they're just 
kind of fighting, swinging. I seen the man Brandon Bills. He was getting pulled by his hair at one point. Shirt, jacket, hoodie, phone, keys, wallet, all spread out over the damn bowling alley going down for a fucking strike. My man was down bad. It looked, it wasn't a good scene for him. Props to him for defending his sister and kind of following through on his claim of on site. But at what cost? He's all over the internet now with a bloody face and weird looking nipples and a weird belly button. I'm, he, I don't know. We had to start the conversation about men getting their uh, the tummy tucks and lipo. We got to talk about that, okay? But that's for a different day. That's for a different day. My man, Brandon Bills, you got to relax, okay? The baby, you also have to relax because every time you are in an altercation, you're in something like this, even though you might be justified, maybe, you look crazy and you're losing a lot of fans. Personally, I don't care. But there are a lot of people out there who say, man, this dude's always in some shit. When is he going to chill? When's he going to learn his lesson? I have no answer to that. The guy's a grown man. He obviously is about that action. So if you do pull up on him, just be ready to fight. He's going to he's gonna throw down. His man's and them is going to throw down. And it's, it's going to get ugly. But if you haven't seen that video, man, go look that up. It, it looks, it's kind of nutty. There was actually a video uh, with the Looney Tunes sound, effect, sound effects around it. And it's actually hilarious because... It's just perfect, like the way they're running. Because you know, you do that little little hoppy run where you're like, doo -doo -doo -doo, like try. Because you don't want to slip and fall and how slippery it is. Y'all, y'all go, y'all go look that up, man. Y'all go, y'all go peep that. And I, I did see after the fight, my man Brandon Bills, uh, he did have something to say, and he said, uh, you know, I didn't have one homie there. Things would have been a lot different if I had at least one homie, one man. Okay, well. I, I, you got to know who you hang around with, man. Sometimes you have uh, the friends that like to fight. You got the friends that, you know, uh, they, they want to get with some women. You got the friends that are funny. You got the friends that got some money. Not every single friend is that fighter friend. And you got to know which friend that is. You really do before you about to go get into some shit. Because you can be left, oh, man, hanging out in the dirt, in the wind. And that's unfortunately what happened to my man, Brandon Bills. But y'all be safe out there. They are fighting everywhere. Bowling alleys, ice cream shops. You can get it anywhere, my G. So y'all make sure you stay careful out there. Stay smart. Stay vigilant. And Super Bowl weekend's over, and we didn't hear much uh, craziness come out of there, you know. Seemed like everybody was safe for the most part. Obviously, I'm sure there were plenty of fights in clubs and bars during the game or after the game, but... For the most part, hey, nothing really made national news, so we got to give a round of applause for that. All right, we'll cut that short because there should not be uh, a need for a round of applause just because people are being safe and smart, but this is the world we live in. This is how it is today, man. It's just, this is what is required. I don't know. That doesn't really make sense, but you know what I'm trying to say. You know exactly what I'm trying to say, but from there, from there, wrong sound. We do not care. My man Isaiah Rashad, we want to shout out to him. Thoughts, prayers, and condolences because he was, uh, I guess, to the public in a way, outed. Um, he was caught on video. No, he wasn't caught on video because he was recording the damn video himself. He had some videos leaked, and I, I truly do believe that these were leaked, hacked by a hacker. He was performing some fellatio himself. Um, and also having it performed on him, 
Uh, yeah. I mean, I I didn't really want to wake up to them videos. I'll be honest. I typed in Isaiah Rashad video on Twitter, and I was instantly surprised to see Isaiah Rashad's face with a penis near his mouth, in his mouth. Okay, I was shocked. I was shocked, but nothing wrong with it. I do feel very bad for him. Because, I mean, there was nothing to the public that he said. You know, he never told us that he was, in fact, gay or homosexual or bisexual. He's never told us that. So to be outed that way in a leaked video and that be the first way people see you, he may may have never wanted to tell the world at all. And now he has to deal with this. I'm sure it's very stressful for him right now. My thing is, I, I truly believe that it was a situation where everybody that was close to him who needed to know knew. The public didn't need to know, nor should people want to know. So I, I feel bad for my man. I, you know, I want to give my thoughts and prayers to him, man, because that's got to be a stressful. You know, that was hot in the timeline for like two days straight. People shaming him, people talking about it, people making jokes, people making funnies. You know how the Internet gets. We talk about that all the time here. The Internet is not a place that you can be sensitive. But in cases like this, it is unfortunate because... Just when you need a little bit of sensitivity, a little bit of compassion, some empathy, you can't really find it. But with this case, I did see some people, you know, showing their support. We definitely want to send our support to Isaiah Rashad. Um, And, you know, uh, keep me in thoughts, man. I hope hope he's all right. I hope he can recover from the vids being leaked. Because he looked proud in them vids. Hey, I didn't analyze the vids too damn hard now. Relax. But he looked proud now. He looked proud. So you cannot be mad at the man. You got you to gotta give him a round of applause. Let's do that. All right. We'll cut that one short as well. Black History Month has been a mess as well as it's been good. But we, we, we it's not even over. It's still early. I, I think it's what? I think right now it's like the, the oh, it's the 14th. Valentine's Day. It's the 14th. So we still have a whole 14 or 15 or 16 more days to go. And, uh, well, let's see what else we get. It's gonna, I know it's going to be some more nonsense, but I hope it's some more good shit as well. I'm very, very, very happy about that. We get one month. So I guess we just have to be happy with this. But anyway. We do not care. So congrats to the Rams, the L.A. Rams. They won the Super Bowl yesterday. The final score was like 23 to 20. Honestly, I don't remember. I was really drunk at the Super Bowl party because that's what you do when your team's not in it. You really have to just enjoy the party aspect of it. You know, you turn into that guy where you love the commercials and you can't wait for the halftime show. You're like all the women there. Okay, that's sexist and misogynistic. Should not have said that, but hey, we gonna keep rocking. Okay. But yeah, you kind of turn into that, you know. So I just kept drinking, taking shots and watching the game and I enjoyed it I enjoyed it it was a great game I was happy to see O'Day O'Day Odell score his first touchdown in the Super Bowl the team's first touchdown that was great that he sadly got hurt but it was a good game you know F the Bengals I hate Cincinnati I'm a Steelers fan okay AFC North gonna have to deal with these guys for a very long time but I do want to talk about the halftime show probably the best halftime show that I have seen in my lifetime close second to the Janet Jackson titty and I don't remember, remember much from that show besides the titty. I just remember the titty had a nice piercing thing on. Oh, I was like 10 years old, man. Titties in my face. My aunties is behind me. My dad, my uncles, cousins, brothers, and sisters. And there I am directly in front of the TV in a Jackson, Jackson, ja- 
a, wait, a Janet Jackson titty has appeared. I'm not going to lie. That was the greatest show for me up until this year's show. We had Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, 50, Mary J. Blige, Snoop. Everybody showed up. They said a Tupac hologram was going to come, but it didn't come. So whatever. Can't be too mad at that. I, I think the whole hologram thing is kind of nasty anyway. Let the nigga rest. Okay. But this was probably the greatest show I've ever seen. It was amazing, man. They From top to bottom, from the, the wardrobes to the choreography to the stage setup, they, they really just killed it. I know some people may have been overwhelmed, underwhelmed, excuse me. But to me, it was fire. I, I think just how everybody came out at their perfect time, got a couple songs, then, you know, Mary got more than one song. That was dope to see. And then Dre starting it and then ending it with his shit. It was just, it, it, was, it was a great show. Eminem, he took one knee at the end. That was dope. You know, you love to see that. Eminem has always been, you know, part of the culture and standing with the culture. But I have a claim to make now. Black music is the best music. Black culture is the best culture and that just speaks for itself i don't even have to go into depth with that okay i don't i don't have to get deeper i'm sorry it all just makes sense after you see a halftime show like that you see how excited people are you see how hype people are and you, you just can't deny it but i will say there was one point you know the crowd was hype right it was loud it was real loud but then all of a sudden, you know, Eminem popped up. And, man, I swear the roof almost blew off the top of that motherfucking stadium. God damn, man. Hey, I'm not making no claims. I'm just saying, hey, he's one of the biggest artists of the generation. But uh, it was a little shocking to me to see uh, Eminem come out. And all of a sudden, the place turned into pandemonium. But, hey. I'm not mad at it. Like I said, I was very happy with the halftime show. I watched it, enjoyed every minute of it. Loved seeing Kendrick since we have not seen him in a minute. So overall, man, it was it was a, it was a great game. Amazing halftime show. The commercials, uh, I don't have the review on the commercials for y'all. They were very underwhelming, if anything. I remember like really looking forward to them. And last night, it, they did not deliver, but that also can have something to do with maybe how drunk I was. Like I said, I was... I was off my ass. I was off my ass. But like I said, there's nothing else to do in that, in that situation. Got to treat it like a college party. That's just what you have to do. But, 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 but. We do not care. So, I, uh, like I said, I want to congr congratulate those guys. But you guys know, as I'm saying now, I, I, I wanted to get into the Reddit stuff. I do have an interesting story for y'all there. Not a scary one like last week, but it's kind of creepy. But it's on the it's along the lines of serial killers. So we'll get into that too. And it's also like a relatable topic I kind of wanted to get into with you guys. So I'll actually get into that now. I I was just thinking this weekend I was driving and I drive a lot, so I have a lot of time to just let my mind kind of wander. Uh, that sounds kind of nuts, I know, driving and letting your mind wander. But trust me, I'm able to multitask. I am focusing on the road. You kind of get in the autopilot. Yo, you know what I'm saying out there. Stop acting like a Karen. You're acting like a Karen right now. Probably questioning me and shit. Well, yo, Q, what are you doing? How does that even make sense? Nah, stop acting like a Karen, man. Just chill for a second. But I want to know if everybody, anybody else feels this way. I know a lot of y'all feel this way. But it's about having high standards for yourself. I am a victim of myself. 
I tend to have very high standards, almost perfectionist standards. But I don't have the work ethic to match up with it. See, a lot of us can't admit that. A lot of us can't admit that. A lot of us want to be that person that, oh, man, my work ethic is amazing. We always want to be that star. But there's a reason that those people are far and few in between. And we only see those people when they're put on a pedestal and they're shown to us. Because not everybody is built that way. Most of us are content. Most of us want to chill. Most of us want to do kind of the bare minimum. We want to work hard. We want to work hard towards the bare minimum. But... When it gets a little too hot, we tend to kind of fall back and say, hey, you know what? I'll take this job. I'll be good. I can, the pay is good. I can live. I'm comfortable. You know, I can have fun on the weekends. But that's, that's, that's something we all can't admit. But I'm admitting that here. So I said I have the high standards, almost perfectionist standards, but not the ethic to match up with that. So what always happens is I'm creating this high-ass standard, and I'm not reaching that goal, and I end up giving up completely because it's just not working maybe as fast as I thought it was going to. Maybe it's just not working at all. But a lot of things take time, and that's patience. And I don't have that when it comes to certain things, but that's only when it comes to myself. I can have patience. I've been working in customer service my entire life. I can have patience with the craziest of disgruntled customers. But back to the standards thing, when it comes to myself, I have a hard time giving myself that that benefit of the doubt. Say, hey, be patient. Just keep working steadily. Keep grinding. Something's going to come of it eventually. You see it happen all the time. And all it takes is consistency. And really, you got to put your mind to it, man. You have to not lower your standards. I'll never say lower them. Keep them high. But break them down. So they're more of a step-by-step kind of method. So, okay, if this isn't all the way here yet, you know, and you're not at this level yet, let's get to this middle level first. Let's get to this level then next. And then it gets easier and easier. And then you finally get to that last step where you're coasting. You, you know, you got your setup, you got your routine, and you just grind with that. Stay consistent on it. And I think, you know, I'm honestly, this is I'm using this for myself. This is actually advice to myself. If you relate, Oh, all the power to you. I love it. And I love you. But this is something I've been struggling with, man, a long time. It's been something that, and I've never been able to put it into words. And I've never been able to even put it into a thought. Maybe because I'm in denial and, you know, that you don't want to admit it. You, know, you don't want to believe that it's true. But, hey, you can admit it. Niggas ain't working hard enough out here. Or, you know what? You're not. It's not that you're not working hard enough, but you might not be working hard enough for long enough to see some results. You know, you grind for three months, that's, that's, that's probably not going to be long enough. So you, you give up because you're like, man, I should have been here at this point. I should have been here at this time. And unfortunately, life does not work that way. But I, I wanted to break that down, you know, because that's something that was like really kind of weighing on my mind. And, and another thing, not to be the typical like cliche motivational tiktok guy with like these long ass posts about you gotta get off your ass and get to work but mondays is something i learned for myself mondays are my favorite day of the week now so it's always a stereotype about monday oh i hate mondays monday's the worst day of the week but this is how i look at it for somebody who procrastinates and tends to fail when it comes to tasks or long-term tasks monday is a fresh start every single week. 
Every time. It's, it's a fresh start. So if you started something on Monday and by Friday, by Saturday, by Sunday, you kind of tailed off a little bit and you, did, you really didn't get to where you wanted to get. You didn't get on that set track or routine. Monday is tomorrow and you can start again, motherfucker. You can start again. This is something that's helped me, honestly. It's helped me, you know, wake up and not have, not feel so bad for myself, not, not feel bad for myself, but not feel sorry for myself, not beat myself up. I can kind of say, you know what? Start again today. Get back to it. Get on that routine. And then slowly but surely, you start putting it together where it's now it's Tuesday, now it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So by Sunday, you're like, oh, I'm straight. Now let's keep this going. And by the time you get to that, let's keep this going point, I think you're locked in and I think you're in great, great shape. So look, yo, Q is over here giving y'all jewels and gems and y'all is, y'all ain't taking them. Tune in and lock in. Like you gotta, you gotta take some of these jewels and gems, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm smart some of the time, you know, as the oldest of what, six kids. I've had to, uh, you know, give a lot of lessons out. I had to be that guy for most of my siblings. So I got I got some knowledge up in my brain, man. I'm telling you, I got some. I got some. But all right, y'all, hold on a minute. We're going to get into the next topic here. Just give me a second. We do not care. Okay. Done with that bullshit for a minute, that motivational shit, because y'all don't be wanting to listen to me anyway. Anyway. We got the Reddit story. I know this is this is this be having y'all lit. But the Reddit story I have for y'all today is about a serial killer. I found a serial killer thread. I, I'm 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 way into this fucking dark shit. But hey, we all are because this shit is interesting. It's intense. It's crazy to find out that there's a world out there with people who are this demonic and evil and crazy and not in a movie. Like this is real life. Like this is Sally down the street. She is a fucking psychopath, and she will kill you, and she actually is waiting to kill you. Scary. Scary thought, but don't think about it that way. Anyway, so I found this thread. It's little-known serial killers, and we have this lady. Her name is, uh, oh, man, fuck her. What the hell? Oh, okay. (laughs) My bad, y'all. Her name, I can't read. Her name is Kimberly seance and i even i feel weird saying her name out loud she might appear but she was a practical nurse down in lufton texas lufkin excuse me to my lufkin people don't know anybody from there but yeah so she's a disgruntled lady you know about to get divorced husband is completely unhappy she's kind of crazy she's a little uh unsatisfied with her job you know we've heard this story all before this might even be you couldn't could even been me at one point right not divorced but on the way there, I'm not married. So anyway, she, uh, you know, she works at a dialysis clinic. She's like I said, she's a practical nurse. She doesn't like her job. She doesn't like her location. So she's frustrated. She goes into work frustrated every day. That's never a good thing. Okay. That can lead to some real negative stuff, but her way to cope with this. Wait, you get a kick out of this. She puts bleach in the dialysis lines. So people that are getting these dialysis treatments, you know, it's your kidneys are failing or they're failed already. They don't normally die while dialysis, you know, while they're getting the treatment. She's putting bleach in their lines, inject, so injecting these people's kidneys pretty much with bleach, bleach going through their blood and all this stuff. So obviously the people die. She was known to do this to at least 10 people in the dialysis clinic. 
going to get help, treatment, and ended up dying because of this lady. Insane. So they believe she did end up killing way more than 10. We're talking a span of two years. The number is huge. But what they were able to convict her of was from January to April of 2008, she killed 10 people. And this is pretty scary. Her, her last day on the job, she was caught by two other patients who were sitting in there. She may have, uh, she, she got a little sloppy because that day she came in, she was assigned to do some beginner work, you know, just the cleaning up and the wiping of the blood and all this stuff. And she was upset because she doesn't, she felt that that was beneath her. So she decided to um, get a little sloppy that day. She was seen squatting down with some bleach. It was on the floor. She's on the floor. She injects, you know, she gets the syringes and fills them up with bleach. Two patients did see her do this. They're watching the whole thing. They were able to describe it at, in court at trial. And they watched her literally inject two other patients with this shit during their dialysis treatment and it ended up killing them, man. And, and she did this over and over. I'm not, I'm not laughing, but this is fucking sick. This is a lady who people have no clue. They, they, they might know that she's upset and she don't like her job and she might be ha unhappy at home or no, she's getting divorced. But hey, we all fucked up in here. We all angry, so we get it. And she's coming to work every day killing motherfuckers. And this is one thing about killing somebody in like a, a healthcare setting, a hospital or something, is it's easily traceable. Even though they say 50% of healthcare crimes go um, unsolved, I don't know why really, honestly. But in this case, you know, like I said before, people are not meant to die at the dialysis center. So they're dying during treatment. This is putting everybody on high alert. We're talking a four-month span of niggas just dying on the table. So, of course, the bosses at the center are like, what the fuck is going on there? We need to find out what is happening. And honestly, they, they probably would have found this lady so much later if she wasn't caught by those two patients because they still seemed like they had no clue. And unfortunately, man, she, she killed some people. It's fucked up. It's fucked up out there. It's crazy what people can do when they feel you know, they're like their backs against the wall, like their life is in shambles, like their life is in the shitter, so they got to make sure to take it out by putting it on other people, however they show that. In her case, she was murdering them. But she ended up getting life in prison without parole, then like 20, like three 20-year sentences. So, you know, the lady is in jail. The lady is done for. I don't even know what her lawyer could fight at that point. She's just people like that. Yeah, they 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 got a special place. Me, I'm not Mr. Judge, man, but shit like this is, is sad, man. You really, you really, really hate to see it. We do not care. A lot of music dropped, like that song I played earlier, that City of Gods Kanye record, Fabio Foreign song. Shit's fire, absolute heat. Honestly, I have not really listened to anything yet. There's so much right now. I'm still bumping the Yo Gotti album, which is absolutely heat. That New Ye song, Future song, that Worst Day. But, yo, I'll be back with some more music next week, y'all. Your boy's going on vacation, but trust me, we gonna figure some shit out. A pod is gonna magically appear, trust me. But that's it for me today. This is your boy Q, man, host of the three-day weekend podcast, okay?
Episode 28, Season 2, Episode 8. We in the building. YouTube video will be up. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe on Instagram, on here, wherever you're listening to it, exactly. It's everywhere now. And rock with me, man. Just make sure you rock it with me, okay? And I love y'all. And I thank y'all. And I appreciate y'all so damn much. That being said, y'all have a good rest of your day, night, evening, morning, whatever it is. I don't know. Peace out, y'all. Yeah. Huh. Nigga, this is my shit. Welcome to the city of God. Pop was the king of New York. Now I'm the nigga in charge. Only the drill is the city of sauce. Find out the ops when you pick them apart. I give them my time, so I give them my heart. If the city let me, then they're really a star. No COVID. I'ma turn your life to a meme. Let Justin the boy post it. You got an album, postpone it. I drop two and they both going. I got a feeling they in the feelings. They filming a the show but won't show it. You gotta watch me in slow motion. I'm in that wide body bins. I go back to college, do an album, and then drop out again. Took me a minute to get here. My vision is crystal clear. Hey, Fabi, excuse me, but this is a feature of the year. I feel like Sinatra in these streets. Me and Drizzy, we at peace. This the backpack with the polo and the first Jesus piece. I'm from the shop and I'm always New York in the city. They treat me like Jesus is walking. I've been through the pain and all of the torment. I'm saying his name. I'm making a point. Now it's time to give him hell. Ask my staff, I pay him well. This afternoon, a hundred goons pulling up to SNL. When I pull up, it's dead on arrival. They act like. Tune in and lock in.